Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Fitness Show, episode 34. Today we are going to talk about overconsumption as I use my 10th mic as we started the Big Fitness Show. And also we have uh, 16 cameras back here. So I'm <laughs> definitely the person to talk to you about not overconsuming, but somebody that might be a little bit better than me as my co-host, my mentor, the draw, <laughs> Big Mike Parents. How are you doing, Mike? I'm good, buddy. It's good to uh, call that out right at the beginning with the overconsumption because I was definitely going to give you a hard time about the microphone because uh, it's glaringly obvious that you have a new one uh, from last week's episode. <laughs> I, You know, you and I are also uh, tech nerds. We love Apple. Yep. We love everything that that is really plug and play. And this this is a beacon mic, beacon without the, the O in there. The software is extremely powerful. It's a USB-C mic. And they had sent it out to me because they were wrestling fans, but also at the same time, they know about my my problem. So I decided <laughs> to, to be part of the problem. But I have to tell you, this this here, um, especially with the new iPhone 15 Pro I got here mm -hmm. with the USB-C port, I can plug this mic in to here and record like what we're doing right here. And all the processing is in the microphone. Oh, wow. So I set up all the, the noise gate, the suppression, the expander, all that stuff. I can plug it into anything, take the mic and use it. So that's awesome. Does that justify it? Uh, yeah, that's good enough for me. Yeah, I'm good cool enough for me. <laughs> 16 cameras. I don't know about that part, but hey, we're working whatever. on the studio. We're trying to get this into a, into, into somewhat of a, you know, it's not an off grid setup yet. We're trying, no. but today we're going to talk about overconsumption before we do. Before yes. we do, I had an idea and the CT kicked in and I forgot. I uh, said you were going to be excited. Yeah. Oh my God. I absolutely completely forgot. <laughs> well, I, episode 34 is now about CTE and post concussion syndrome. How's that? That's great, man. Like we can make it a full, a uh, multifaceted episode. We talk about CTE. We can talk about tech, like get, do the whole, the whole deal. <laughs> here's, here's what I was going to say though. No, I, I forgot about the part about that. It's actually an example because you and I run our own brands, run our own businesses, content creation, filming, editing, producing, creating websites. You create presentations. You have calls. There's all sorts of stuff going on. And I've been kind of overwhelmed. We've been talking about being overwhelmed a lot lately. And we decided to do this episode because is it a product, a byproduct, I should say, is it a byproduct of overconsuming from different areas of our life to where I literally was like, man, Mike's going to like be so excited when I tell him this. We literally said that 30 <laughs> seconds before we started recording and I forgot. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> what's the percentage of CTE to overconsumption? What do you think? Sure. Sure. I bet it's more CTE than overconsumption, uh, in this, in this specific case. Um, but you know, when we talk about the, well, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Well, <laughs> uh, but like the, the over, overconsumption conversation comes up and the, and the reason part of the, the reason behind it is because I'm super guilty of that and super guilty of overconsuming things. And I, I just wanted to have a conversation around it because I think that it's, it's one of those deals where we don't even realize how much we're over consuming. And this is not just food, 
right? Like instantly when people think about it, it's how I consume a lot of food and this is a fitness podcast. So like we're talking about fitness and things, but it's fitness for your, your whole life too. Like you can, it's fitness in everywhere, fitness, mentally, fitness, physically, fitness, nutritionally, fitness, uh, spiritually, all the things, right? Like, and so the overconsumption conversation comes into play and makes a big difference when you really take a step back and think about how over, how much you overconsume on things. And the obvious one is diet and nutrition. You can overconsume food and then you feel like crap. But I think what's happening and what you're talking about with the forgetting things is we just overconsume. We have so many things going on that we have so much coming into our brains that we get distracted sometimes. <laughs> Fun little story. My wife <laughs> tells me all the time that I forget about her all the time. Cause like I'll have to run out to the grocery store or something. And she'll ask me to, to pick up, pick something up for her that I wasn't on my initial list. And then as I'm walking out the door, she'll say, Oh, grab me this too. And then because my mind is on 4 million things all the time. And I'm, when I get in the car, I'm naturally in this habit of this is my time to consume a podcast or uh, listen to a YouTube video or something like that, I start consuming whatever it is that I'm going to listen to in that moment or whatever comes on, picks up where I left off. Um, and then I completely forget about what my wife asked me to get her. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come home and she goes, did you get me uh, whatever it was? And I'm like, oh no, crap. <laughs> and then, you know, so, but that is, that is me being completely guilty of over-consuming something and being completely distracted. And so that's probably when you switched your brain from, oh, I'm going to tell Mike this. And then we started recording and talking about all this. It's just the the brain just goes all over the place. Uh, the lesson learned is when I have it in my mind, I just need to tell you, I was trying to be fancy <laughs> and cute and tell you on the air. Um, what, I, what I tell my wife to do, and it's great because I realize I do forget, is on the way, she'll usually text me a list. And yeah. then I'll even say, "Is there, do you need anything else? So I kind of cover it that way because I can be forgetful. But also you and I have talked, how many weeks or even months has it been that you and I have felt, especially like we're not in a rhythm or a workflow? Mm -hmm. it, there's, it, It's kind of hand in hand with, I guess we could have dedicated the episode, but I think it goes hand in hand with what's called toxic productivity. There's people out there doing, I worked 18 hours today and 20 hours and only slept two. And does, you sure. know what I mean? And for some reason that, that hustle and grind, which I hate those words tend to impress people, but sure. really, are you half-assing the entire 18 to 20 hours you're supposedly working? <laughs> That's, and, and with us, we've been trying to find a sweet spot of what's the rhythm you were talking about before that journal of trying to plan out your week. And sure. I tried to do that, but it's really still, you know, sure. I, maybe it's cause I'm still in the feeling out process between the wrestling channel, the fitness channel, doing this and other things, but it's, uh, it's tough. It gets very confused. Then it's paralysis by analysis. What, what am I doing wrong? And it looks like you're doing everything wrong. Yeah. As you're yeah, looking yeah. at YouTube videos and listening to the podcast about how to solve your overconsumption problem. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's such a it's such a thing like we're we're putting out content for people to consume talking about overconsumption. And so I think just just to call it out, like if this is getting in the way of productivity, it's knowing what to consume, when to consume it and not letting it get in the way. And I think sometimes I know for me, I'm guilty of letting my consumption of things get in the way of my productivity. And so, but then also too, like 
the consuming can be this, this feeling of productivity where you're not actually productive, you know, like to your point of working 16 hours a day, well, you're, you're just feeling and consuming that feeling of I'm working, but were you actually productive in that 16 hours a day? Right. And so I think to, to just address the elephant in the room, if this consuming this podcast or consuming any type of podcast is getting in the way of your productivity, turn it off. I know podcast people don't say that, but turn this off right now. Don't listen to it. If it's getting in the way of what you need to do, if you need to be doing something else right now, shut this off, come back to it later, right? Like it's not something that you need to prior. You need to, I think it comes down to prioritizing the consumption that you're doing. If this is giving you a great benefit, awesome. Please listen. Please continue to listen. If you're getting benefit from this, like, comment and subscribe, right? <laughs> you know, like, please let us know. And, but the, the thing is, is if you, if your consumption gets in the way of what else you have to do, then don't do it. It's like with diet, it's with content on social media, it's with knowledge, you know, like if that stuff is getting in the way of action, then you really need to think about, should I be consuming this right now in this moment, you know? Well, the two best places to do that, most of my consumption of video and audio material is during my workout and during drives. Sure. So, yep. and, and also phone calls if you need to do calls, but really I don't even like to be distracted with calls or anything like that, but that's usually what I've been trying to do. Here's a little story. This, this new phone, like I talked about, the case was late. So the mm -hmm. case didn't come in and I'm not going to carry the phone around or what out of case. So for two days, almost three days, this thing stayed on the charger and I only used it when I needed to maybe text my wife back or do whatever. But even then I'm here in front of my Mac. When I yeah. drove places, I put the thing down and listened to podcasts on the drive, then put it away and didn't bring it into the store. In other words, my consumption of mobile content went down about 90% over three days sure. and, I, and I was super productive. So it always comes back, obviously over consumption and, all the negative feelings I think really do stem from this device right here. Social yes. media, consumption, comparison is the thief of joy, whatever you want to use, toxic productivity, like, oh, I was researching on my phone for two hours. No, no, you yeah. weren't. No, you weren't. Yeah. We weren't, sure. and they, neither were you. So there's a whole lot of different stuff that you can, all those things lumped into one with overconsumption. You really have to be careful because you and I know, and especially I know after being sick, my energy is very limited. Sure. So I try to be careful on how I spend it. But at the same time, I talk to you, I text to see how many times over the past two to three weeks. What sickness is it as well, where I'm almost over consuming my own productivity, meaning that the more I do, the less I feel like I'm doing. What is the yeah. The mind, the mind F with that. What is the dichotomy, yeah. the contradiction that I'm yeah. being more productive, but I feel more like a failure at the same time. Yeah. It, that's a weird thing. It's a weird feeling when you get into that spot where you're producing. Have you ever been in that spot? Oh yeah. I mean, I get in that spot all the time where you just feel like you've got so much that you've done, but then you're like, I need to do more because I didn't do enough, you know? And it's just this feeling that just never feels like it's enough. And I think that's what leads that same line of thinking applies in all areas. You know, you just feel like it's not enough. And, and so like, I'm, I'm really guilty of the knowledge piece of this, the overconsumption of knowledge, you know, like 
I think it's, there's a little bit of insecurity in me that I just don't feel like I'm, uh, enough from a, a credibility standpoint or whatever. And I think if I just continue to learn, 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 then I'm going to get smarter and I'm going to be, I'm going to have more credibility and all this kind of stuff. So then I'll, I'll overconsume on the self-development books or the business books or the marketing books or all these kinds of things that I do thinking this is going to be the thing that unlocks something in my brain that makes me more productive when really, if I would just stop that and take action, I'm going to be more productive, you know? And so like the overconsumption is a thing in your, in, in your brain is looking for this dopamine hit this. And it all comes back to just like probably a chemical makeup in your brain that you're looking for this thing. And with social media, it's a thing too, where you're, you're scrolling, checking for that next hit. And you, so you overconsume on what the social media is because that's, that's what for- I didn't miss most of all when I didn't have the yeah. phone on me. Sure. I wasn't sure. doing that, that, uh, reflex thing. Didn't yeah. Want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, we've, we've talked about it before where I'll be sitting in my desk and I will literally pick up the phone and just scroll for no reason. And I don't even know why I'm picking up the phone. It's just this, <laughs> this, this mental thing that's in your brain. It's like you're addicted to it, but it, it turns into overconsumption. And, and then it leads to such negative outcomes because when you overconsume content, you're not producing content or producing in other areas of your life. Maybe you're not a content producer. Okay. So fine. You need to produce at work. You need to produce for your family. You need to produce in in different areas of your life. So when you, but when you spend all of your time consuming content on social media or watching Netflix, if you sit and binge four hours of Netflix, like you're consuming a ton of stuff but what productivity are you getting in the world? Like, and there's a fine line and people poke holes and whatever and say, oh, well, that's my my relaxed time. Okay, fine, fine, once in a while. But if you veg out on Netflix four hours a day, come on now, <laughs> you know, like we got to have some kind of happy medium here. And it's just this mindset of the world that we live in, it's so easy to get things. It's so easy to get food. It's so easy to get content. It's so easy to get literally anything you want that we as a society overconsume, and then it just becomes habit. And so now it's like, oh, I'll just keep scrolling and keep doing this or keep eating this because it feels good. And and then we eat way more than we need to, way more than we should, because it's just mindless consumption of whatever it is we're consuming in that moment. And if we would take half a second and think about what it is that we're doing here and how much of it we're consuming, Maybe we'd make a better choice and actually take some action on some stuff to make our life a little better instead of scrolling away, consuming a bunch of crap that we don't need. Well, that's usually, we, we've talked about that off camera. That's usually people having something missing from their life mm-hmm. of substance. Yeah. So you and I guess a lot of times that it's God, that it's faith, that oh sure yeah. trying to do material AM, whatever you believe or don't believe. If you're consuming, if you're on Amazon, if you're trying to buy whatever you can to, 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 to give you that permanent happiness and you're not getting it, you really need to look at something much, much deeper, much, much more valuable, more substance and more sustainable with that. I, I go the opposite way. This is where I, I need to sometimes sit down and watch the dark night and not think about anything or watch sure. a Batman movie. But what I do, and this is, this is good to a point. But you find yourself not enjoying an over-consuming, over-consuming business instincts. I don't know if that's a good way to put it. But when I look at anything like, hey, let's go here. I can monetize it. 
let's film oh, sure. this. I can monetize it. <laughs> let me, yeah. let's start. Yeah. I use a lot of tech. Let me do it a check tech channel and we can monetize it. Yeah. And it's a good way to be because you're trying to create multiple streams of income, but it sucks a lot in the enjoyment of just sitting back and going, Hey, I just want to watch a movie. I don't have to monetize watching the dark night. If yeah. I could, I probably would. But, <laughs> but you see what I mean? There's the opposite yeah. way too, where everything doesn't always have to be a business transaction either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I walk into a place and I'm thinking about, okay, there's this much square footage here. There's this much space for people. How can we turn this into a business? What can we do money-wise? Always trying to figure out uh, what the angle is. My wife and I went to a wedding this past weekend um, or a reception and we walked into the building and I'm just thinking to myself, wow, this place is beautiful. I wonder what they rent it for. I wonder how much, I wonder how much it costs to, to do it. I wonder how many people we can fit in here. Can we fit a wrestling ring in here? You know, like, you know what? Just I just, I just remembered what I was going to tell you. <laughs> okay. You want me to go sidetrack for a little bit? Yes. This is my insane mind that, that <laughs> it's not over consumption, but it's also to the point of sometimes getting a little ridiculous, but maybe not to you. The vibe board back there. Yeah. Remember I told you I wanted to do coaching and seminars and stuff. Yeah. I may bring that to different wrestling schools in Florida and do in-person seminars. Whoa, that'd be board. awesome, dude. That'd That's awesome. what I was going to tell you. So you, you triggered it with the wrestling <laughs> ring. I remember it now, but that's, yeah, oh, to me, it. that's, it's a good thing to be that way. Cause I'd rather someone like you or me or anybody be too ambitious with their goals and then sure. kind of pull them back rather than trying to kick somebody in the ass watching Netflix for four hours and saying, why don't you try monetizing something? Sure. That's uh, there's different ways, but it is a balance that, like I said, you and I have been fighting it for weeks, if not months of trying to find the rhythm, the workflow, the sweet spot, like this day is this, this hour is this. And there's going to be, there's going to be wild cards thrown into your life, no matter what. But I think you and I have felt like the overconsumption on the business end has set us into like a wild kind of like which direction we go. And it's just kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, that, that approach definitely affects me a lot. And it's something that I'm trying to be more mindful of because we were talking beforehand, I'm just kind of in a, in a stressed period of life right right now. And, uh, I think it's prioritizing where your consumption is so that you can focus on the things that you need to focus on and, and getting my, my guilty piece of this overconsumption is I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And so then I think I can help as many people as I possibly can. And then I end up helping way more people than I should be at the moment because I just can't help everybody as good as possible, right? Like I can help everybody maybe 5% when if I dialed back how many I help in this moment of time. I can help everybody 75% instead of the the minimal that I'm giving them in the moment. And so for me, it's like, well, how many people can I help? And I'm, so I'm trying to help everybody at once when if I would just chill out a little bit and help five people now, five people next week, you know what I mean? And it, and it, and it gets to the point where I'm just craving the feeling of almost the validation of helping people because it makes me feel good to help people. So then I want to help more people and I don't say no. And then it turns into this vicious, vicious cycle of just burnout. Right. And so then that's, that's my biggest, biggest thing. But then I think I noticed, I noticed myself sometimes when it comes to social media and the overconsumption of social media and news and things like that, I'll get on Twitter and, or X and, 
and just scroll and see things. And then, and, and just to stay up date, up to date, whatever, checking on the wrestling world, see what's going on, you know, and I can find myself just constantly scrolling down. You know, I have to, you have to pull down to refresh the feed and it's like, well, I want more. I want more. I want yeah. more. And then I'm thinking to myself, man, why am I spending so much freaking time on X doing this right now? Like, what am I trying to get from this? And so then, and then it translates to other social media or other uh, apps in, like Instagram. What am I looking for? I, why am I picking this up? You or know, being, like, it's what social am... engineering. We've been socially engineered now in such yeah. a way. By the way, you know what you need to get off Twitter? I'm going to tell you right now. You need to create a video that makes a disparaging type of look on AEW. And then when the AEW fans send death <laughs> threats, you'll, you'll be sure. like, ah, Twitter's not the place for me. Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't have an actually you need to Twitter. say something and then Don Stevens and Tony Khan can have your Twitter account suspended as well. Oh wow. That's wow. the way. Okay. You want to get freed up, they can help you with that. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll definitely do it. So yeah, I mean, I, but where I was going with that, the social media piece of it is I see friends of mine that are on social media that have expressed to me some of the stress and overwhelm that I'm feeling and some of the anxiety that I'm feeling. And I'm just like I, I want to reach out to them and say it and call them out on it and be like, Hey, uh, maybe you should not spend your time on Twitter. Maybe you should not spend your time scrolling on Twitter and commenting on, on things. Maybe you should get off of that. And so I, like, I use that as a way to remind myself, Hey, I need to stop. I need to get off of this. Right. And so like specifically on Twitter, I, I'll see a comment from, from someone who I spoke to that it's just like, ah, oh, dude, please get off of Twitter. Please stop spending your time on this. It would make your anxiety level so much better if you just stopped. Um, but then I take that to myself and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to, I need to get off of here. Cause as much as I want to tell him that I need to tell myself to get off of it. And I think it's just this, this crazy, stupid addiction that we all have to consuming and consuming and consuming because it feels good or whatever we're looking for, but it, we need to be mindful of it and, figure out a way to stop if that's putting it down deleting it off your phone whatever it is just put the damn phone down stop consuming stuff take action and make a make productive choices for your life you know you and i talk a lot about being more self-sustaining doing more things i send you pictures of the the canning that i do of my applesauce and stuff like that and it's like put the phone down, stop consuming, be productive, do things now that are productive today so that you can save yourself time in the future instead of wasting the time today. And now you're behind. And I think that's, man, I'm, I'm all over the place, but I think go, to go back to what we were talking about prior to the recording, part of my problem is, is I end up over consuming and then I feel overwhelmed and I feel stressed. And, and then, so the best way that I can alleviate that is put the phone down, stop consuming things and then here's another here's another thing <laughs> this is the mic show today that's <laughs> no, okay i love it i love it this is what yeah. we're probably we haven't been getting a lot of views with being the stevie show so let's go with this <laughs> well you do say i am the draw so no. you are let's go just kidding. let's go but tell me like I, another thing that that that, is, that can be over consuming too is other people speaking into your life mm. you know we've talked about how if they don't have the life that you want you shouldn't be listening to them. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to their advice. But I sometimes get guilty of letting 
Joe Blow speak into my into my head and let that dictate what I think is best for me when I know what's best for me. And then I have other people that have no idea what I'm trying to accomplish, no idea what I'm trying to do every day, speak into my life because they're my friends, whatever. But then I, I give it too much credit. I give it too much validation in what they're saying when they really don't know what I want to do. Right. And so that's where like for you and I, our relationship works so well because we have a common, common background in professional wrestling. We have a common ground in fitness. We have a common ground in technology. We have a common ground in all these things. And we're all, tr we're, we're trying to build our own businesses, do our own thing. And we're, we are, that's what has like helped our friendship blossom so much is because we're both kind of going in the same direction. And when you say something to me, I kind of have a, a thought that's going to lead you in the right way. And then when I say something to you, you have a thought that leads me in the right way. And we don't over consume on other people's opinions on what we're trying to do because they don't know what we're trying to do. And I think a lot of people get guilty, you know, for, uh, younger people, they get guilty of listening to what their parents say and what their parents want them to do or what their, their girlfriend or boyfriend says, because they're trying to, you know, satisfy other people and, and, and whatever. And you just listen to all these other outside influences and then you don't end up doing what you want because you didn't take the time to figure out what you wanted to do. And then you just, oh, well, I'm going to go listen to to this person. And now I'm going to consume their content and maybe they're the right person. And then I'm going to consume this content. And then I'm going to consume this content and think that all these things are going to get you where you want to go. But the reality is, is all they do is keep you where you're at because you have no fucking clue what to do. The Sorry. Dave Ramsey, the, <laughs> no, that's great. The Dave Ramsey analogy of people like Dave Ramsey he goes, why would you take financial advice off a broke person? Yeah. So yeah. if somebody's not doing what you're planning to do, why would you? I mean, it's human nature. It's human nature also on social media. And I've been guilty and you've talked with me off camera and coached me on it. You know, you want to get feedback as a brand, but you already know what you have to do. And most comments, I swear, I hate to say this, most comments on social media are from people that aren't, aren't having any plans to do what you want to do. What they do plan to do is drag you down. Yeah. 100%. Nobody tries to lift people up and that's in general, not even social media. This is not a society where people lift each other up in small circles. Like you and I, my wife, your wife, people that really care about you will always lift you up and also tell you when, Hey, that's not a good idea. Then it, then it has right. gravity, but right. the people who don't know anything, they don't, what did you say? The, the people that, that are telling you this are never doing better than you. Sure. Yeah. They're never, and they're not living the life more specifically. Like you say, they're not living the life that you want to live. So why listen to them? Right. They're, they're truly, all you do really is just pray for them because they truly need to find something because when you expel that much energy into bringing others down, instead of lifting yourself up, it's a terrible existence. Yeah, no, that's true. That's hundred percent true. And so, I mean, so like we've, we've really kind of beat this home in the, in the social media aspect of things and, and the overconsumption of, of all the exterior forces, but to kind of talk a little bit about the, the nutrition and diet piece of this as well, you know, like the overconsumption of food is something that is more often than not, you don't even realize and you're doing because the portion sizes have gotten so big. And so now plates have gotten so like just the plate that you have 
is so much bigger than it used to be back in the day when you were in, you know, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, plates, plates themselves used to be smaller because in our world of overconsumption, we just want bigger, bigger is better, right? Like that's what everybody thinks. And so when we have food, when we go to restaurants, the portion sizes are huge because they, they have to feel like they're giving. Well, let's, well, no, I don't know about this. Well, sorry, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want people that, that would be that would be the remark. Like if you've been to the restaurant, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, all right maybe that's ahead. not the I'm best sorry, example. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's right. That's great. <laughs> a better example would be like, um, and I don't recommend that people eat a lot of cereal, but if you look at a box of cereal, the serving size on the back is like a cup or a half a cup, and so they give you the the calorie count on a half a cup or a cup of cereal. But when was the last time you only ate a cup of cereal, right? You know, like if you had a bowl of cereal, when was the last time it was only well, a what cup? What you just said, people yeah. think a half a cup is a half a bowl. It's totally yeah. different measurement. <laughs> right, right. And so like it's it's just the overconsumption is just built into what we do. And, you know, you look at every food product that you purchase, you just want to eat more of it. And I think it's figuring out what's what you can overconsume. If you want to overconsume on broccoli, by all means, go ahead, right? Like that's not going to negatively affect your diet. You might be a little gassy, but it's not going to make you fat, right? But if you overconsume on all of the things that people normally overconsume on, it definitely affects your body. And over time, your body, your body can't process the food that you're consuming. So like a bowl of cereal, your body could probably process that half a cup of cereal and not really negatively impact you in a, in a huge way, not make you put on a ton of weight. And because our bodies can handle that in a, a certain amount of time. But when you eat two to three times what your body can handle in that moment, what does it do? It takes it and stores it as fat because it can't process all of that. And so then now when you overconsume, you overconsume, overconsume all of those easy, simple carbs, simple processed foods and things like that. Your body just stores it because of that crazy overconsumption that you have. And if you can dial that back, then you're probably not going to gain the weight that you're gaining. You could might actually start to lose weight if you dial back the consumption of food that you're having. And it's hard. I get it. Like there's a ton of widely available, highly processed foods for anybody to consume at any time. I mean, you walk into a gas station. And think about how much stuff you can you can just grab. You get a candy bar, you get whatever. It it's so much that it's probably not even. Uh, it, it's it's so much per bar now. They've made the sizes bigger to where the fun size used to be the regular size. You know, like it's just it's crazy with the amount of overconsumption that we have in the world that totally keeps us fat and unhealthy and unmotivated to do things. And then it's this cyclical effect you overconsume in your foods and then you feel like a turd so then you sit on your couch and you scroll and you overconsume on social media or you overconsume on netflix and then because you feel like you're sitting on netflix and you're just bored out of your mind then you go eat more and it's just this constant overconsumption and you got to break that cycle at some point and if you break that cycle get into action maybe you can improve your life and improve the quality of life that you live every single day i think a good analogy between what you just said with the food the social media, the TV and all that stuff, all those things do not fill you up, whether fill you up physically with the food, 
fill you up mentally or fulfill you in general, emotionally, yeah. spiritually, whatever it might be. That's what's going on. That leads to the overconsumption. We're not saying like, hey, if you feel like having a bowl of cereal, have a bowl of cereal. The problem is if you are on a fitness journey and you're working out and you're trying to look better and do it, those are literally empty calories. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You'd, I'd rather see somebody you want to go out and eat a whole rotisserie chicken from Sam's Club. Yeah. At least you're getting protein, right? You're not going to yeah. be able to thin it, but, but there's substance to it. And that's sure. probably, I think, a good guideline. Yeah. Like after you eat food, how do you feel? Sure. After you eat cereal, after you eat like sugary stuff, even bread, stuff like that, you might be like, oh, I feel so bloated. I feel like, but you're not really full. Yeah. You could probably eat again in like a half hour or whatever. And are you going to eat another bowl of cereal? Now you're going to be even less full and want more. It, it leads to one of the seven deadly sins, gluttony. Sure. gluttony. So yep. Yep. it's just crazy. I've, I've been in there too, where oh, I'm going to eat this, eat that. But once you do that, you're going to keep going down that road of cheap meal once a week or a cheap meal once a week, then a cheap day, then a cheap meal almost every day. Then you deserve yeah. it. Then you worked out hard. Then you're stressed from work. Then you're emotionally eating because you're stressed out that your life is falling apart. Now, yeah. you know, all this stuff can, it just snowballs into a bunch of different things. But overconsumption, it's hard, man. I, I love food. I love Chinese buffets. I love sushi buffets. <laughs> but at the same time, it doesn't functionally do anything for me. So sure. I'd rather... Dude, I, I hard boil eggs because I, I don't, you know, cooking up eggs and doing whatever, but hard boiling 12, 16, 20 eggs in the Instapot at the time. Dude, if I get hungry, I just eat a, like two or three eggs and I can't eat a fourth. I'm right. full from that. So sure. that's that's my little story I'm sure. <laughs> no, that's I mean, that's great. And I think that's a great tip for people when when under trying to understand how like so we've addressed and we've talked about overconsumption, what it is, what what the negatives are and how people fall into to uh you can fall prey to it right but what can you do to try to overcome it and i think it, it's exactly what you said does it fill you up do you feel full right like if you consume something do you feel full of it whether it's social media whether it's food whether it's a youtube video netflix it doesn't matter do you feel like okay that was good and that was satisfying for me right and so like if you want to sit down and you want to watch a movie go ahead and do it and, and watch the movie and take that time and enjoy that time and do you feel like you feel good afterwards? Like, does it does it feel like it feel, filled that need for you? Or did you watch eight hours of Netflix and like, oh man, I could keep going. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm just in this space where I'm just consuming. Did you eat a bowl of ice cream and now you feel good? Or do you want more? And, and, and it's just getting in that place where you're aware of what you're doing with the overconsumption and addressing, did this fill me up? Did this fill my cup? Did this... It, did this fill me enough or is it something where I'm just kind of addicted and craving more? And I think everything that we do, we can address, are we over consuming on this? And that's a good, a good way to, to start to address it. But then also what action is this prompting, right? Like if you're going to eat food, did you eat that food as a fuel source? Is this food that I ate prompting me to go sit on the couch because I feel like a, a tub of lard right now because I ate so much food? Did that the action that it prompted? Or could you eat food and then go run, right? Did you eat so much food that you can't go run? Or did you eat enough food that would fuel you for a run or a workout or uh, 
running to save your kid from the walking into the street, you know, those kind of things that if you ate so much food and you can't move, Oh, maybe that was over consuming. And then with watching content, do you feel like you're in a good headspace now? Did that prompt you to go be successful? Did that prompt you to go take action? And I think and that's another thing is when you're consuming stuff, what does it prompt? What's the action that comes from it? Now you and I, we both will watch content and then implement that into our business or uh, take action on the skill that we learn from an editing process or something like that. So if you're going to consume for that, by all means, go ahead and do it. It's just, are you just consuming for the sake of consuming? Mm, it's a fine line. Are you, do you like Seinfeld? You ever watch Seinfeld? No, I never watched okay. it. I, I'm not, a, I mean, I'm like not a religious fan or anything like that, but I remember one of the famous episodes was George doing the opposite of every instinct that he had <laughs> and it worked out. Sure. He did the opposite of everything. Yeah. I think if your instinct tells you to eat cereal just for a week, do yeah. the exact opposite. If you want to sit and watch Netflix, what's the opposite is the opposite of working out is the opposite trying to learn something, take using that TV instead of for that, look up a YouTube tutorial on how to build a website or whatever you want to do. When you have the instinct to do something that isn't getting you anywhere, do the exact opposite of that. That's great. And, and, and just let people know, doesn't mean you can't, like I told you, I'm on the opposite end where I need to kind of, you know, relax and just enjoy something. And for me, that's right now NFL red zone. So I'm working mm -hmm. five to six days and you could tell I'm trying to put out a ton of content, put things in the queue. God forbid if, if something happens that I can't make consistent content, but Sundays from like one to around four or five or six o'clock, I'm watching red zone. I'm not touching a remote. I'm letting them switch the games. And I'm, I'm, but I'm still kind of looking at it. Like when the telestrator comes up, I'm like, oh, I can, I can, be, <laughs> I can't escape it. But, but that's, you can reward yourself for what you enjoy, but you won't be able to enjoy it as much if it's seven days a week, if you don't work to make that time earned. That's the way I look at it. That's great. That's great, man. I think those are some great tips for everybody to take away. It's great tips for us to take away and be reminded of all the time. Um, it's just overconsumption versus action. Get into action. Stop consuming. You know, I hear I hear this, um, the line, produce more than you consume, and you'll be a, a asset to the world. And you're you're probably going to make yourself a better life if you're producing more than you consume. So, well, that got us canceled. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, can't wait for the riots and the protests outside. Oh shoot, I love it. No, that's they're great. looking for the big fitness show headquarters. It's uh twelve forty one East Main Street, Stanford, Connecticut zero six nine zero two. Check it out. Uh, you can call us directly one eight eight Titan. You like as for the fourth floor talent relations. Uh, <laughs> I still I still get mail sent there. By the way. <laughs> I love it. Take us out. Uh, like now they got to yeah. with everybody. You're now no, sorry about, sorry about now your, <laughs> you have your bookings canceled. Yeah, it's all good, man. No worries. So, all right. Well, Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the big fitness show. 
Um, if you have any questions or have any thoughts about this, shoot us an email, thebigfitnessshow at gmail.com. We'd love to answer any questions or engage in conversation uh, to help, you know, our goal here is to just help. And I hope that this conversation about overconsumption was helpful. And so uh, for this week's episode. Also send an for- email at tony.con at the awfwrestling.com. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'll stop. No. <laughs> I love it. Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, share this with somebody that you think might overconsume. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.